0: I would like to present to you the homily that was given by Father John Broheimer at our parish, St. Peter, in Omaha, Nebraska, this past Sunday. The speaker in the first reading is a man named Quohalef. We've all met someone like him, I think. He's kind of grandfatherly as he's giving advice about life here. He's very direct in his advice, but that's because he's truly wise due to his years and piety. Because of his wisdom— Nothing in this world impresses him. Nothing. His first and most famous line, Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity, and its point is echoed in all the other readings. The psalm echoes this by telling us to listen above the world for the voice of God. The second reading tells us to leave behind the vanity of seeking after earthly things and put on the new self from Christ. The gospel parable tells us, We are truly foolish if we store up earthly treasure while neglecting to store up treasure in heaven, which truly lasts. Quoheleth passes on his wise conclusion to us, which is backed up by the other readings. Searching after the things of this world for satisfaction is a search in vain. We were made for something far beyond what this world can give us. Quoheleth acknowledges life is hard. Here in this Valley of Tears, whether we like it or not, to live means to suffer. It's the human condition. We should alleviate suffering, our own or that of others, but we can never eliminate it. It's part of life. There are two different approaches to suffering. The worldly approach tells us to be frustrated when any kind of suffering comes along, to wallow in self-pity, to judge that we're unfairly treated because we must suffer. Worldly people get upset when a challenge is presented as if they think somehow they're exempt from it. But then there are people who understand, even though suffering is a part of life, it doesn't have to stop us. People of faith know that oftentimes it's precisely through suffering that God comes closest to us. St. Paul cried out for God to take away his suffering, and he heard him say in his heart, My grace is enough for you, because when you are weak— that's when I can be the strongest within you. Krohileth knows we're all going to pass from this earth. Only a fool would deny this truth. But even so, lots of us deny our mortality by the way we live our lives. Our culture thrives on the idea that we can stave off death, deny its inevitable approach, and hide its effects as it approaches day by day. We try to avoid our mortality by seeking after possessions, power, and and grasping at perfect health, all of which will fail every one of us eventually. When we consider our mortality, it's a way to set our priorities right and allow our hopes and desires to be lifted to higher things. When we consider our inevitable death, living a good life today becomes more urgent. Conscious of our mortality, we live a life that looks forward to eternity and isn't consumed so much with the passing vanities of the world. Quoheleth also knows our lives are part of a greater plan from God. Sometimes we think we're rather important, that my plans are the only ones that matter, and the world revolves around me and what I want. But when we think or live in selfish terms, life is actually greatly diminished, not augmented. Our lives are part of an infinite plan. Our projects are small compared to what God invites us to be a part of. We begin to fit into his plan when we put aside selfishness and realize our lives are about serving him first and not ourselves. When we're about him, then our lives come alive. Through a healthy detachment from reliance on earthly things for happiness, we can rise above the emptiness of this passing world and spend our time joyfully moving toward our eternal destiny. quoheleth is right. He tells us not to cling to the finite when we can look forward to the infinite.